So new MacBooks, eh? <sighs> they are. I am very. I'm. I'm starting to dislike Apple a lot because for those who don't know, uh, my school. Well, you won't know this piece of information, but um, the, the school that I go to got us new lap laptops. They got us the new MacBook Airs, which are very nice. Oh, are um, those however, the ones they with suck. only one USB-C? No USB-C ports. What? No US. I shit you not. They have two new proprietary. No, the little, well, okay. the round ones, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, you're right about that. I just didn't know they were called that, but that's how they are now. They have two USB-C ports and no USB, no SD reader that the old MacBooks had. Yeah. Um, so uh, I had to go to Target before this and get a $20 yeah. piece of cord to adapt USB-C to USB so I could plug in my Focusrite and so we can do this fun thing. I'm lucky my dad has a laptop with an SD reader. Otherwise, I would have to get the like... $50 SD reader plug-in for the Apple um, so that I could read the chip for that my sister has all my senior photos on. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. not great. Yeah. But And then I lost my uh, little adapter that goes on a aux cord to uh, plug into my phone because I was like, oh, I might need that, which, no, I definitely don't need that. Um but it's somewhere in my yard right now. I'm hoping it doesn't rain and kill it because that's like another $10. So so speaking of things that, speaking of killing things and things you don't like, John Wick. What a convenient segue. John Wick. Praise be Keanu Reeves. Well, that's, that's my opinion, which probably doesn't come as a surprise to you. Nope. Because I think this is going to be a bold statement of everything we've watched so far that John Wick is my favorite amongst all of them. Even Inception is a close second. Okay. Everything else below. Even John the Matrix. Wick. Even the Matrix, the other one with Keanu Reeves. That is also good. That's those. The first Matrix, not the other two Matrix. <laughs> Matrices. No, no, f*** those. The... Yeah, it's Inception and Matrix and Keanu and uh, just yeah, um, John Wick. Yeah, but John Wick is who? Okay, it's I believe it is a cut above, but we can go into that. For so, the record, I told I told Duvera this was happening, and he said, "Yeah, John Wick's great, but Andrew's probably gonna crap all over it." <laughs> Um, so we'll see, Andrew. I wouldn't say I'm gonna crap all over it, um, but you're not going to gush openly like I am. I, I am, I am not. No. Um, and this is see, this is the first one where I've been thankful. Like we're not in the same room. This is good. <laughs> I would hurt you. I know exactly. You better let me tell this because I've seen it like eight times. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, to give the loving audience a quick rundown of the story here, uh, we oh, um, we follow the character John Wick, surprise, um, <laughs> and this opens where you get the, the background context that his wife has died, and he's at the funeral, and then he's talking to some people, it doesn't really matter yet, but uh, he gets a dog the next day, something like that, Yeah, and this dog is his gift from his wife 
um his dad basically his as dead a wife. piece of her something that he can care for something to keep his mind you know preoccupied something he can love um and then he goes to a gas station he takes the dog with him he's got a really nice car um i forgot yeah. what it's called it's like a 69 mustang or something yeah it's a it's a stang of sorts um and these russian gangsters uh want they want to buy both the dog and the car but john wick says no because Wait, do they want to yeah, buy yeah. the dog too yeah oh i didn't even realize that yikes oh yeah Oh yeah, because it's a dope dog, man. Um, but he says no, dog. and he speaks Russian because it's he's John Wick. And uh, anyways, so do we know he's like a kind of a badass assassin? I don't. Before I don't know if we know until uh, I think it's well, it's kind of known because if you've seen any trailers or heard anything about yeah. him, you know kind of what he does. But I don't think it's exposed in the movie aside from we see um, a bleeding John yeah. Wick at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, to keep it short, the gangsters then come in the night, kill his dog, vandalize his home, uh, beat him up pretty good and steal his car. So this is where... We, the Russian, the gangster guy who kind of leads it, goes home to his father. His father has heard that he has done these things to John Wick. Like, and this is where one of the things I think this movie does really well is paint John Wick's reputation before you even see him do anything. He's already, he's a very feared person in this like very dark industry, I guess. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, he's very... Yeah. Very talent, uh, very talented hitman assassin. You know, he's they. There's all these stories. He killed men in a bar with a pencil, and he's just he's. You don't mess with John Wick. So essentially, this has meant that his son, the guy leading this Russian gang from the beginning, uh, is marked for death. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I would like to say, I believe not only did he kill some guys in a bar with a pencil, he killed. All the guys in the bar. <laughs> he killed everybody, yeah. And then he, yeah, they they, they really hype him up as he's, uh, and it's cutting back and forth between his father explaining John Wick to John Wick in his basement, sledgehammering concrete, um, revealing his assassin's gear that he has literally dug, buried beneath his house and covered in concrete. Um, so, okay, yeah, then they... So the son's like, yeah, we'll just we'll kill him in his home. So they send assassins, um, the Russian gangsters, to try and just end it right now, kill him in his home. Uh, that doesn't happen because otherwise this would be a really short and lame movie. Uh, John Wick kills all of them with ease. And um, that's essentially how the movie goes. He kills a lot of people. And yeah. You should read a synopsis because I'm not doing well. So, oh, that's a lot of plot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a lot. More I mean, I think I think actually you did a pretty good job summarizing it before. John Wick gets mad at this uh, crime syndicate. Yeah, son. we can go. We can go into parts we liked more in depth later. But essentially, yes, he. There's a lot of. There's a lot of John Wick shooting people uh, very well. Um, I yeah, it's, 
that's 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 what the movie is basically. It's John Wick shooting people. Okay, so you you absolutely love it. Am I correct in that assessment? I I think I think it is a cut above. It it it, it pushed action. It's pushing action movies. But I'll explain. I'll explain my view after you explain yours. I guess. Okay. So I'll defend it. I think. I think that it is objectively a good movie. Okay. It's not like we're not talking The Matrix Two here. Okay. It's not uh, yeah. a terrible movie. <laughs> it's not a bad How, John Wick movie. Okay. However, I do think that it suffers a bit because of its sole focus on. How how can we make Keanu Reeves shoot more guns? Because I th- I think that this movie is basically the entire plot is just driven by how can we cram more action into this movie? Now if now if you just want an action movie with lots of with lots of action, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But okay okay so the first one. There is a little less story in it. However, if you continue with the series, there's two more movies that are also very good. There, the first one sets it up a lot for to be a good like the first one. It's a good like standalone. If you don't want to see any of the other ones, it's fine. If you want to watch it just for the action, then great. However, if you continue, the first one sets it up and gives you enough background on John Wick to explain more of his story as you continue, especially because you learn, you learn a little bit more about his past in a future movies. You see where he trained people who owe him and people he's met in the past and you learn more about him. So there, there is more story. There isn't a ton of story in this mm-hmm. one. Um, but I still think there's, there's enough to give it momentum and direction. And it's not just, I think that, in comparison to other action movies, it doesn't have as much. I think there's a decent blend of story and getting to know John Wick um, and action, in my opinion. Okay. Maybe there could be more. It's it's obviously not everybody's cup of tea. Some people prefer, prefer more stories. Some people prefer lots of shooting. So, <laughs> Okay. So, I have, a, I have a couple of questions for you. So... Yeah. We've got we've got this guy um, played by Willem Dafoe. His name's Marcus, right? The sniper dude. Yep. yep. So at the, so right at the beginning, um, we see the crime syndicate whose name is Vigo Tazarov. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to Marcus. Marcus is another one of the hitmen in his employ. He was sort of a, a mentor figure to John Wick, and he's like, "Hey, I'll give you I'll give you two million bucks. Kill Wick." And then it's revealed later on in the movie that um, that Marcus has double-crossed Vigo and he is working with Wick. Are we supposed to know that? Like, or is that, a, or is I, that revealed? He's not, he's not working with Wick. Um, he, from my understanding, he has just known John Wick from his past and they're maybe even sort of acquaintances. But he's... He doesn't want to kill him because he does respect him, and he, um, they are they do have some sort of bond. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also doesn't want to get too involved where it's like you're blatantly betraying Vigo, even though that is what he's doing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess the the what you're supposed to glean from it is that um, 
even though he was hired to kill him, he doesn't have he doesn't have it in him to kill John Wick. Okay, so so they weren't they weren't like in communication. No, 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 okay. no, not at all. Okay, he was just I you know when he's when they're trying to execute John Wick in that whatever abandoned desolate area. It's I think it's just because he's kind of following him around and on his own. Like I don't think there's any sort of correlation between them. So okay, okay. So the other thing that I the other the other question I had was how do you feel about I do not remember her name, but the the female assassin who comes after Wick in the hotel. Uh what about her? Just how do you feel about her character? Um you know, it's kind of there's there is those kind of sort of standalone loner people who are hired by um other richer people who want John John Wick dead in all of the movies. Um in in all the movies there's always people who are trying to kill John Wick because every movie his bounty goes up and he's more dangerous and he's killing higher value targets. So okay. um I guess that's just kind of that's just what she's meant to re- represent. She also kind of um introduces when you kill somebody on continental ground, this supposedly consecrated ground where no business killing people can be done. Um, that if you break that rule, then you are in turn killed because you screwed up. Um, that it, it shows that there's rules that they follow and that there's more structure and I don't know. It's more than just a bunch of people running around killing people. It's just, it's an organization mm-hmm. and they have rules, I guess. Yeah. So, so I was sort of disappointed. So I looked it up. Her name is Miss Perkins, by the way. Yes. Sorry. Um, so I was sort of disappointed that by the end of the movie, she is killed off. Because, okay. so my thought was, okay, she, she sort of clearly also used to know John, right? Mm-hmm. And she's just sort of like, and she, you know, she breaks out and she's, she's developed to be this very, this, this counterpart to Wick sort of. Um, and then they just throw that away. They just throw that away at the end by having, by having her ambushed and killed. It's like, you could have, you could have done something with this. You were, I like, eh, if you keep watching the movies, you just kind of realize that she was a very small okay role, a very small character, like her. They give her background just so that she's more familiar than just a person that John Wick ran into okay. and is trying to kill. But she is just a small character who only serves the purpose of showing how the Continental works and just kind of being a bad skeevy person. Okay, I guess I guess knowing I guess knowing there are two sequels after watching this without having seen them, which you definitely should watch. My my thought is sort of. What are you going to do in these sequels? You literally killed everyone we know except for Wick. And like you, what? The the freaking um you hotel mean dude? Mm? I, I, it just seems like a missed opportunity to have no one stick around from the first movie. You mean you meet new people. Trust me. Okay. It's 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 definitely worth continuing on and watching the rest of them. Okay. Um, so, uh, no, you keep going with your thing. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give my points at the end. Um, okay, I just want to comment. So there's, so there's this 
Avi, Avi, I, I do not, I did not remember his name from the movie. He's the, he's like Vigo's right hand man sort of thing. Oh yeah. So his, he's played by an actor named Dean Winters. Okay. Yep. Um, and Dean Winters has played, um, for lack of a better term, the biggest bags ever on a couple different NBC sitcoms. And so this, and so, um, in a, um, there's a show called 30 Rock. He had a recurring role in that um, okay. throughout its entire run. His, his character's name was Dennis. He was the ex-boyfriend of the main who was convinced that she would eventually realize that he was uh, that he was her soulmate and she would come back to be with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, biggest douchebag ever. Yeah. So so in the, every, everywhere he comes up, I'm like, God, Dennis just sucks. Like he is not a great henchman. <laughs> yeah, he's mean. <laughs> And I just, I just felt, I just felt I needed to put that out mm-hmm. there. That every time he was on screen, it took me completely out of the movie. Not through the fault of the, not because mm-hmm. of the movie maker's fault, just because yeah. NBC has um, typecast this guy into this one yeah. role in my head forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see, uh, like uh, Steve Carell in movies after you watch The Office. It's like, well, there's Michael Scott. You know, it's yeah. just, it's. It's hard if to shake people who are known for certain roles. Mm-hmm. Like if you see Daniel Radcliffe in something, you're like, but that's just Harry Potter. What's he doing trying to kill a bunch of magicians? Okay, side note, there's this TBS series for that started a couple years ago called Miracle Workers that Daniel Radcliffe is one of the main characters in and it's great. Mm-hmm. Go watch it if you have a okay. chance. Everybody All right. listening. All right. All right. And Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Not Morgan. Everybody but Morgan. Everybody else. Morgan doesn't deserve it. <laughs> okay, you're you're just gonna find this funny. I'm going through my notes here, and um, I, I also couldn't remember Vigo's name until I looked it up afterward. And then I call him in my notes. I call him Daddy Crime. <laughs> That's good. That's good. God. Speaking of Daddy Crime, his son sucked. Oh yeah, he's like his he's son was supposed just to be the just... worst. Yep, he's supposed to be a completely undesirable character who uh, his dad doesn't even like him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but I think there's a lot of. I think it's yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just mm-hmm. it's just so bad. I hate I hate I I hate you hate just, that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just, I just hate the mm-hmm. sun. The sun is so oh, insufferable. Yeah. Yep, he is. Um, does Wick? Here's something I just thought of. Does Wick ever get a? Uh, does Wick ever get uh, his Mustang back? He does in the second one. Okay, that's like the that's like the introduction of the second one. Yeah, but <laughs> he like got he, a dog. Yeah. The dog was the important part yeah. at the he end. Got, there. He got a new dog. He also got mm-hmm. a he also got a brand new car, which he proceeded to immediately wreck, immediately destroy. <laughs> like not even an hour later. Oh yeah, he wrecks his his Mustang. He wrecks it within like the first fifteen minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So. uh Oh, there's a a spoiler. There's a funny part. Cause he like completely like doors missing, windshield is a mess. There's engine like he and that uh, car dude, the you know the the guy from the beginning. I think Mexican dude, car mm. guy. You know, he he's going through all the stuff. He's like, your X Y Z is bad. Your engine, your frame is bent. Your engine's 
oh and i don't know if you noticed but you got a crack in the windshield <laughs> and it's just oh it's 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 set up a lot better than what i can deliver once you have the context it's it's funny but anyways that's yeah yeah so what i'm trying to think of how i can keep the discussion so your, going hmm? so you your go. major complaint is that it's too much boom boom and less and not enough story yeah, and again, that doesn't necessarily make it a bad movie. It's just not mm-hmm. what I wanted. And it's I think, just not your. That's fine. And I think a good, I think a good example of that, or a good proof of the fact that there's not a ton of plot to go off of, is that I'm struggling to find plot points to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's fair. Um. Yeah. So, um, you had some something you wanted I, I, to yeah, say. Yeah, I have. I have. I guess I have things that I'm going to gush about momentarily um so the first thing that i um really like and something that everybody should look up is that keanu reeves um is capable of doing everything he does in the movies he is able to reload his firearms and use them exactly like that no (laughs) i'm not kidding he went to this called terran tactical they train people in target shooting speed like everything he can do all the martial arts which we knew from uh, the Matrix, but um, yeah, he he is capable. He does like eighty percent of his own stunts. Oh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. the fact he can do just everything, which is amazing in and of itself, and it really, I think it really adds to it that he's not just just the combat style and the diversity of stuff he does, and it's just all a little bit different from what you might think of in like James Bond or something where he just points gun and shoots. Like it's a lot more dynamic and there's more flow. The camera follows him more. There's not as much cutting. The action is phenomenal as it it should be because there's nothing else of substance (laughs) in the movie. (laughs) I, okay on that. I think it's this one is just supposed to be, uh, just a revenge movie you know yeah. like he's mad that they took his car killed his dog all after his wife died he's just a pissed off dude and that's what you need to know basically um um yeah but the the soundtrack adds a lot and i think they um i can't prove it but i feel like the the shots and whatnot were maybe even choreographed a little bit because it felt like they were on some of the beats and that really that just added a whole lot of flow to the way the movie the especially in those action scenes in the in the clubs and stuff the music and the shots lining up it's it's very it's different it's just not something that you see, see a lot i guess um that's what i i thought i noticed that might not be the case that might just be coincidence but uh keanu reeves just yeah that point that point's a thing uh keanu reeves did phenomenal mm-hmm. in this movie it's it's a true testament that i was like you know i'm talking about like dean winters this is dennis and yeah. he's just just this mm-hmm. douchebag to me but keanu reeves was managed to really and it helped that he had a completely different um facial hair and hairstyle the facial hair is the, the facial hair the facial hair is a necessity for john for him i'm sorry it just is yeah, Wing or Keanu Reeves managed to transcend that uh, that sort of like ah, he's just Neo. He's just yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is that's that's another thing. It's like it's like he was like we talked about 
like when you see you know daniel Radcliffe and something you're like harry potter i think for a while in those maybe lesser roles that he had in movies between the matrix and maybe like bill and ted and now um john wick i feel like he's you don't look at him as just that's neo you're like john wick he's more he's changed the name and he's acted out he's created a very believable character he plays a good like uh he plays a guy who's obviously very deadly and skilled but also somebody who's a little reserved and still has manners i guess you know like he's still polite to people even though i don't know he creates a very good character and i i guess generally what i find amazing and appealing about it is just i feel like the action is just elevated and a cut above what you normally see. You know, I guess uh, that's my opinion. And I, I guess I can't think of too many other action movies like, like it that have been released like Marvel and stuff that doesn't really count because that's all superheroes and it's different. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, I, I really think it, it stands out. It stands alone. It's, it's, it's it's well done in my opinion and the and the second and third one i don't think are an exception at all they it's very good yeah and i think one thing you said there about how like he's this very deadly guy but he's still like he still like has manners really i think i think a good way to sum up john wick at least in this movie i don't know how his character develops in the other two is there's this some there's there's this thing that a man named mad dog mattis said he's the he is a very distinguished general in the U.S. Mm-hmm. military, and he was, I want, I think, briefly the Secretary of Defense at the beginning of the Trump presidency. Um, okay. He said something at some point um, along the lines of, "Be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everyone you meet." Yeah, <laughs> I think that I mean, pretty much sums up Wick, right? Really, there. like as long as you have no intentions of wronging him he's probably just gonna leave you alone and treat you respectfully but if but, you kill his dog but if you, and steal his but car if you, oh god i love the running joke throughout it it was just a car it's just a dog bang it's <laughs> it's so good and they're it's not it's obviously not a comedy but they do have some setups for some pretty yeah. pretty good laughs which is it's kind of it's good so yeah, I mean that that was another thing it did really well because if it was because if it was mm-hmm. just you know bang 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 you're dead now yeah straight then that then that gets exhausting after a certain point but it did a, yeah. it did a good job it's of, not it's not cheesy you know it's yeah it did a good job yeah. of breaking it up every once in a while even even mm-hmm. if it wasn't for plot just like okay here's a brief rest for both our characters and our and the audience. And yeah. then there's another hitman behind him that we need to deal with. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So what's our metric here? Obviously, it has to be his body count. But what is his body count? And there is, Some... and I've looked this up, but there is a legitimate website dedicated to all of the shots, his accuracy rating, how he's killed them, everybody he's killed in the area. It's look, look, look up John Wick one kill count. Okay. Oh wow! This is, a, this is a, it even has like number of bullets fired versus. Uh, yeah, you'll know it when you see it. It's very, it's very professional looking. Okay, in his house, nineteen hit, nineteen yep, yep. hits, one miss for thirteen bodies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the the uh, the 
dinner reservation thing is kind of funny. Yeah. For the red in the red circle, 52 hits and 13 misses for 28 bodies. Mm. At the church, 28 hits, five misses, and 12 cover shots, which don't really count, um, mm-hmm. for 16 bodies. Uh, the compound, seven hits, zero misses for mm-hmm. 10 bodies, because he also, like, blew some people up and Yep. <laughs> um, and then at the dock, 16 hits, zero misses, for 10 deaths, including a number of deaths via automobile and one and one death via stabbing after stabbing with the same knife that you just got stabbed with. Yep. Wow, this even has like the guy. I told you. <laughs> it's not it's not a car, it's the 2011 Dodge Charger. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. amazing. So that it's is awesome. 77 people. Yeah, I think he breaks a hundred in the second movie. Oh, I'm sure. I think he gets like a hundred twenty something in the second, and then collectively he gets almost three hundred throughout the three movies. It's ridiculous, but it's it's so good. I'll let you rate first. Actually, so no, I, I um, you should rate first because yeah, I, I should rate first. Okay, I guess yeah, it's gonna be hard for me to rank this one on its own because I've seen the whole series, I yeah. guess, and. But you go, you go first. So I think that I'm going to say 60 out of 77. Okay. Like a little bit better. That, that would be a little bit better than like a four stars. Mm-hmm. So okay. like, like I said, it's a good movie. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it's a bad movie because it is objectively a good movie. And I'm sure that most people that watched, that watched it in that theater were very satisfied with their experience. And if you um, haven't seen it. You should you should not have come this far. You should no. have watched it first. You, it's honestly, eh. it's so great. I mean, what? It, like I said, there's not a ton of plot. I don't think this is a movie that you have to be too worried about being spoiled. You know how guns work. Yeah, then you'll be good. Overly familiar. Um, but I, I really do think that just because it, it's not a long movie either. It's like a, it's like a no, hundred minute not, movie. Not terribly long. No. I think I think that it could have been a lot better if you added another if you had another 10 15 so my, minutes of character building for everybody what involved. do you what what do you wish you would have known then i guess what what where was the disconnect i guess i don't i don't know i just wish there was more i just wish there was more backstory because as it is there's no there's no impact really to anything everybody he kills is just evil henchmen people um and well, the, okay, to some get, extent that is there that's a good thing but i let, just think that I guess let me cover, I guess, you know that obviously his wife died, um, Mm -hmm. but you know that he, when he met his wife and he wanted to keep her out of it, he wanted to get out of the life, you know, Yeah. um, he completed this impossible task that he wasn't even supposed to be able to finish. Uh, He buried, he killed a lot of people essentially, and this, and the continental gave him an out um but he was unfortunately dragged back into it because he uh, people killed his dog and took his car um and now that his wife died he's very angry and you know it's just a revenge story you 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 know that he worked hard very hard to get out of the life and live happily with his wife 
um, and for her to die and the only living memory that he had left of her taken from him and his prized car also taken from him. Uh, I, I think it keeps it short and sweet. It sets it up really nicely, though, for it just being like, yeah, this dude's mad. I can understand that. Um, and then it just kind of lets it be an action movie. So, I, in my opinion, um, you don't, I guess you don't need to know about his childhood uh, or you don't need flashbacks, I guess, to see him training or whatever in the first one. I think it's, I think it's um, enough plot. Um, maybe, maybe there could be more if certain examples were given. I think, I think it's more than enough plot though to set this movie up um, to give the viewer uh, an understanding of why he's doing what he's doing, um, and then lets it lets you just get on with the action without too much interruption. Uh, I I'll say I'll I'll go I'll go. Hmm. Wait, can I can I just interrupt you for a sec? Yes, go for it. Okay, I, and and I I and you might be right. You might be right that this was plenty of plot, and adding more would only make it worse. I am not paid anywhere near as much as Chad Stelhesky and <laughs> <Yeah>. Derek Kolstad, <laughs> the director and writer, mm-hmm. respectively, um, to make movies. But mm-hmm. I I that's just how I feel based yeah, on no, no. And watching not- it one time. And I in looking those guys up to know, mm-hmm. to find out their names, I learned Chad Stelhesky. Or Stahelski, I don't know how you say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, These are the only movies he has directed. Mm -hmm. And before this, his career included working as a stunt stunt double for Keanu Reeves in the Matrix (laughs) franchise. (laughs) Wow. So he he knows uh, knows Keanu Reeves pretty well. Okay. I guess, yeah, if you... For a first movie to direct, that even that gives that makes me respect it even more, because I feel like it's undeniable that this movie is of a level of quality that you would not expect maybe from a first time yeah. director writer combo. So, yeah, he 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 did serve as second unit director on a movie called Ninja Assassin, which sounds pretty bad, but it gave yeah. him a little bit of experience at least. If you yeah, if you have if you combine two actiony words to create an action movie, it's probably going to be bad. His his Wikipedia page also said he is known for his work on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Although in the <laughs> on, in the career section, it does not go into detail about what he did on that show at all. All right, I am tempted to give it an a near. I'm trying to think of what to complain about. I guess that would make me not give it a perfect score. You can give it a perfect score if you want. I, I want to. I just want to make sure I'm giving it in my the fairest score in my opinion. Well, while you're deliberating, is this going to be the first perfect score ever given on Talking in the Theater? I think it... Well, collective, collectively it won't be, but in my... Individually, I think... I really think it's... Maybe... So as an action movie, maybe we'll say, I think it, it is easily a perfect score. As an maybe, action movie, I think you can give it 85 out of 77. Easy, yeah. So I, I can see maybe how with the right direction, um, it could have maybe could have had more plot. 
but in its current form, if they tried to add any more, I feel like it would have been forced. But if they wanted to, they it would have involved a completely different, it would have made a completely different movie to have added more story, I think. And it is, it's my opinion that the story is enough. Maybe you have to see it multiple times, but you kind of, you do have to pick up on certain things. But I think the story is more than sufficient for setting it up and just saying, this is the problem. This is the, the moving, this is the action. This is the problem here. And this is how he is going to go about solving it. Uh, and you know, he's capable of it because all of these people say he's capable of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, th- for that and for it's it just, it's just different from anything I've ever seen and it's executed really well. I'm going to, I'm going to go perfect. Okay. 77 out of 77. 77. I really, Morgan's I got a lot of dead bodies to clean up. I can't think of, yeah, it's going to, it's going to dinner reservation for 77. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, it's good. It's just good. Okay. So that was that, that was the first episode of season four, I guess. Wow. Wow. We've been doing this for a hot We've minute. We've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Wow. All right. I'm, I just hope we don't have to make any crazy deals to get out of it. I know. Yeah. That would suck. I have buried my firearms very deep below the house. Lots of cement is on top of them. So... Uh yeah, I mean, but anyway, you'd have to buy like a sledgehammer. It'd be so much hassle. It would be fun though. <laughs> I got to use a sledgehammer at work. Oof, so fun. Sledgehammers are pretty great. They are pretty great. So yeah, next next episode you can expect a Halloween. I think yeah. unless I don't think we can squeeze anything else in, unfortunately. No. But and it might yeah. be late, but yeah. you know you'll get one. And in true. Uh, True fashion of uh, talking in the theater, it will be Stephen King. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's much of a spoiler. I feel like we've identified yeah, that, like, that yeah, pattern. We, yeah, I think we talked about it a lot in the Carrie. We episode. did Carrie. We did, and no, we did. No, oh, spoiler. We did the we can cut that out. We did the Shining. We did Carrie, and then we did. Did we? No, we didn't. We must have started after the first Halloween because we didn't talk about a Halloween. I don't movie. think we did a, a Halloween movie the first season. No. Yeah, I don't think we did either. 